0: something that anybody who's in a a marriage relationship can relate to is how comfortable you get hurting someone that you love it's amazing because i'll see it sometimes in our kids but then i'm like wait we we can sometimes do that too it's like when you're dating your future spouse like you would never call them a name or raise your tone or get you know yell at them even
1: I'm Rachel Hollis.
2: And I'm Dave Hollis.
1: And we're married.
2: For like 15 years.
1: And we have four kids. That's
2: like a thousand kids.
1: We've been foster parents to four kids as well.
2: And we're running a business together.
1: That's a lot of things.
2: It is a lot of things.
1: But we know that it's possible to have an exceptional relationship regardless of the stresses you have in your life.
2: So if you want some tips and tricks on how we get through all the things,
1: this is Rise Together. Okay, so let me tell you what's going on, because you don't even know.
2: I have no so idea I just
1: what's going I just did an interview with Naomi, and she and her husband, Josh, worked together for a very long time, and we started to get into this really interesting conversation about what it is to be married couples and working in business. And I was like, holy smokes, can you guys just stay here and do Rise Together podcast with uh, me and Dave? And can we talk about this conversation of what it is to work together? Honey, are you down?
2: I'm down. It's the worst. Oh, Oh my gosh. I love it.
0: Hey, Dave, I'm Josh. Nice to meet you (laughs) from a very far away place.
2: Yes. Oh, Josh, it's nice to meet you. And when I say it's the worst, I mean working together, not talking oh. with you on the Rise Together
0: podcast. <laughs> I think what really happened is uh, I started to talk a little bit with your wife about working with her husband, and she realized that I could be a therapist for you. Yeah,
1: you started therapy sessions.
3: Yeah, this. and oh, so that's I just want to let
0: you know I'm here for you. I understand how it's the worst, <laughs> but also you have to, to make we sure talk about it. that
3: you know that I'm sitting next to you I'm and I can kick you Naomi's under the table <laughs> I'm my if at any point. To Naomi, <laughs> yes,
0: and I'm looking at Rachel. Yes. So and the first thing I'm going to ask Rachel yeah, yes. is um, do you argue 10 or 20 times a day with your husband when you're working with him?
1: What, meaning talking to him?
0: Mm, how often do you guys get frustrated working together?
1: Oh, um, honey, do you feel like you get frustrated with me at least once a day?
0: Well, don't deflect, because I was going to ask him next.
1: (laughs) I I wanted him to, like, kick off this show. Um, I don't think I get frustrated once a day, but definitely a couple times a week. And it's more, I don't even know that it's frustration with him so much as his response to what I was talking about or what I thought was going to be an exciting thing. And feel
0: like he's not excited about it, or he
2: has a different. Opinion I, well, I or- feel like
1: I like stress him out, and then I feel bad for bringing up the topic that to me was actually an exciting thing.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in real time, it's like we are in the scale, in the opportunities, in chasing things that we haven't done before, finding ourselves in scenarios where. We are addressing things that have broken a bit in the pursuit of something new, rather than it just humming right along. Like I I keep on convincing myself, and I I am failing at it, that one day we're going to wake up and everything's just going to work, but in the (laughs) short term, and the short term maybe the next 10 years, we just find ourselves in the constant pursuit of being a little bit better than we were the day before, and the day before the wheels were not actually on the bus, when Rachel represents that, because I am so operationally focused and pragmatic in my thinking, I immediately go to a place of trying to diagnose how to make that thing better. And there must be something in either my tone or my reaction in trying <laughs> to fix it that makes her think that I am mad at her for having represented that there was a problem.
1: <laughs> yes. I asked multiple times a week, like, did did I just make you mad? Are you frustrated? What's happening? What it? What was the reaction? Because even to me, a problem here's here's a here's a like big thing, and you guys have to talk about your relationship too. This can't <laughs> just be us doing therapy. But like to me, a problem in the business is exciting, okay. because if we can fix it now, we've leveled up. Whereas I think. I think, I feel, I'm using feeling words in our <laughs> therapy session, that for Dave, a problem in the business is stressful.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And probably that's, that's because I've been an entrepreneur it, for is it, a long oh, time. Oh,
0: except maybe it's flipped, right? It's flipped for us, yeah. yes. So what does it look like for I'm you, guys? I'm Rachel. Wes?
1: Yeah, okay. and I'm I'm
3: Dave.
0: Hi, yeah. Dave. I love problems. <laughs> yeah. I want to break them down. And yeah. I'm also trying to adapt my problem-solving style to Naomi, which yeah. is something that you know we have a lot more experience than you because we've been doing this for... I mean how many well years actually like ten t- years, but six six years of that is full, full time, time. Mm-hmm. where I resigned and we're it will be at least in February, six years. So um so like but it's amazing to me uh, how much men are from Mars and women are yeah. from Venus sometimes. You know, and even though we've had tens of thousands of hours of trying to work together, you know, without getting frustrated, it still happens Often. Often. I won't As give in. a number on it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Naomi. once a day?
0: Oh, yeah. oh I'm, yeah.
3: I'm once a day. More yeah. than that. <laughs> I'm once a day. But I do think we've gotten really good. I think it comes down to communication. Yeah. Whatever and it comes down, about, right. I mean, communicating is how we really can work through it in our, a more calm manner and more adult-like professional manner, which is it's tricky because we know each other so well. And I almost sometimes feel like I've had to really kind of make sure I don't cross that boundary of just, you
0: know. Well, that's – and this is this is like something that anybody who's in a, in a marriage relationship can relate to is how comfortable you get hurting someone that you love. Mm. It's amazing because I'll see it sometimes in our kids, but then I'm like, wait, we we can sometimes do that too. It's like when you're dating your future spouse, like you would never – call them a name or raise your tone or get, you know, yell at them even, right? But little bit by little bit over years and years, you get so comfortable. And then that can leap over into um, a working relationship too, where you try, like Nami just said, to keep it professional. You want to, but even at small companies or or a manager and an employee, you get so comfortable sometimes working, you just lose all professionalism and Mm -hmm. then everything starts to break down. And it's so cliche, like that's why you want to have, I guess, uh, sometimes... A work environment that does have decorum or whatever, right? Is so that you can be productive in your communication. Yeah, yeah because being productive it, in your communication. It's so big. hard, Dave, to like not like to let sometimes Rachel say what she has to say, but maybe withhold your feelings or to stay focused on solving the problem or whatever it is. But I know for us, the thing that's really helped has just been trying to like take step back, right? to make sure you're talking about the same thing.
1: Yeah, that's right. Like, real. has that
0: ever happened? So, so, like, sometimes you're talking about how to get to the next stage, and maybe yeah. that's what you're excited about, but he's still focused on on fixing something yeah. still. And you're talking about how this can be an opportunity, but maybe he's talking about why it's not going to work yeah. and pointing out the problems, or and then he's focused on solving the problems, right? So it's just different things. But
2: Well, no, what I was going to say is one of the things for me that has been interesting and I've had to work against this muscle memory is I've come out of environments that didn't always have something not working. So I I worked in a media conglomerate that was the biggest of, of all of them, and everything more or less worked. And when something didn't work, someone applied a salve and it was fixed immediately. And the ways that problem avoidance or problem resolution took place in my old environment informs how I attempt to apply solutions to what's not working here, but the yeah. environment and the dynamic and and the more pace. than almost the pace, but also the way that Rachel has approached problem solving in a business that she operated for 15 years before I came on board is different than the way that problems were solved inside of the environments I came from. And so it's less about whether my ways might be the right ways or her ways might be the right ways. It's that our ways are different. And so there is some, there is some part of, man, what worked there won't work here because the pace, because of small business, because I don't have a thousand-person team, because of a whole host of things, but also... The way that my solution set is informed by my experiences and that that experience is different from her experience makes the suggestion that I have a way to solve this that's different than hers a part of how we end up bumping into each other every once in a while because I think there's a little bit of ego wrapped up in – oh, you think you know how to fix this thing, or I have always fixed it this way. Why won't you think about the possible solution as being one that I've previously employed in a decade and a half of running a business that you are less familiar with? And so, yep, communication ends up being a thing, but also, like, I don't know how yet to perfectly blend a little bit of our individual experiences in problem solving in an environment that's different than either of us came from and with styles that are different from each other.
0: I, I just, I mean, validate that completely because I worked at large, huge, big banks. They're the biggest in the world. And it's the same thing. Everybody has a, pr- a solution already set to put in, into motion of them in place. And it's so hard when it, you're just reinventing the wheel every yes. single day. Um, and you talked about ego. Rachel, I think you were, uh, we were chatting uh, offline just a second ago about ego and you realized everything comes down to ego. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get frustrated. What were you saying about yeah, that? Yeah,
1: just this idea of um, it's all it all becomes about your pride. You know, this was my idea or I did it better or I was here first or I would, you know, or you're going to get credit for something or whose idea is better. And I always think of this line I heard years ago and I wish I could remember who told it to me, but it was about um, advice for marriage. And the woman said, um, The best advice is to ask yourself the question: Do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Uh, Because there's a difference. And in in this relationship, I found myself many like, but I'm right, and it's like, well, who cares? Like, what? That's something that you made up in your own head. That's your own narrative. That's not necessarily what's truly happening here. And either way, it doesn't matter because it's about what is best for this company and these employees. And and that's what I was
0: going to say. Is the thing that has saved me from. Um, really hurting Naomi's feelings, I would say more often, is biting my tongue. Mm. And the reason I've been able to find the strength to bite my tongue has because I've remembered that we're a team, yeah, and that we're on the same team, and that our successes are shared. And so when we can align our successes, everybody wins. Yeah. And so it, it's like, yeah, maybe I even quote unquote know that I'm right. I don't have to prove that. Because if we're gonna get there together, then it's fine. Yeah, it really doesn't have to be my path that got us there. Yeah, so glad that you're like
3: that. Gosh, if you were like me, we this wouldn't be working.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How was the? I don't bite my tongue as well. Joining up, like because there is some similarities here, and that you had like built this thing, right? Yeah, and and with your assistance and support and all that, but now it's like okay, we're gonna join forces and make it bigger. How did that feel for you? at the beginning it, it i was
3: so appreciative of it i had wanted him to resign for several months beforehand it was there was so much risk involved with what we were doing though and he was he had such a more secure job you know in in what he was doing each day but i was very appreciative just because he had he comes from a more business mindset he knows these he has these tools and these skills that i don't have and i remember even in that first quarter you our first re- year probably the but yeah first year our revenue like what i had made in the first the, the full year before he ha- – I don't even know what it was, but in that first quarter, he had already surpassed that because he just he just knew that better, and I was very grateful. But I also had a lot of control issues with this is my – like this is how I do it, and you have to do it this way. Mm-hmm. And that was really difficult for me. It's taken a couple years to let go of and be like – I'm like, no, no, I want to set it up like this. And he's like, can you just trust me? Can I just – can I please just do it this way? And I'm like, oh, you're right. Like actually – I didn't see it that way, but I, I like that better. That that works. So it's taken a lot. Um, I think I think it's just tricky when you come into something on your own and then you bring somebody else in, somebody well, that you're so close to, and you're trying to learn how to, you know, let go of a couple things. I also really like to take the blank. Like I'm like, if this is going to fail, I want sure. that on me. I don't want that on you. Like I don't want to hold that against well, you for the next Naomi, X many you, years.
0: You're one of your greatest strengths is that you do have a vision, and you. Uh, Perfectionist isn't the right word, but you have a vision and you have conviction in it, and you know that how you want it to be, and that really is a gift and that's really a strength. And so when someone else is not helping you get there, that that's really frustrating, right? And sometimes I, I know for uh, probably for all four of us, right, we know we want it to be, but we can't do everything ourselves. Mm-hmm. And you have done a great job learning uh, more and more, learning how to delegate are, a bit, how to delegate. Yeah. And, um, and and letting, you know, people help you. Yeah. And so for you, Dave, like, and for you, Rachel, like, you have gone from mm, 20 to 60 employees in the last year or something, four, right?
1: Four to 60. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Four to 60. <laughs> so, like, you guys. can you
0: teach us, like, how <laughs> how do you let go of the things? And and I'm going to preface this, when, when you almost know you can do it better. Yeah. Right? Well, you
1: can't do it better, but... I heard someone say this on a podcast the other day: eighty-three percent of their work is better than a hundred percent of your own <laughs> by yourself. Yeah, Be, and I think really where it came from was we wanted to scale, and we knew that we had the potential to build a bigger company. For for the employees who worked there, for our community, for our children and our families, we really believe in the mission of what we're doing and the tools that we're giving people. And so it's like we want to scale, but we fully understand that that will require a team. There's a, oh, I can't remember whose quote this is, but it's, um if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together.
0: Oh, that's a good one. Isn't
1: that good? So for Probably us, doing one of your adventure races was yes, on, a, on a billboard. Yes, but that means that we had to delegate and I think it's easier ironically it's way easier for Dave to delegate than it is for me because he came from from managing huge large teams makes sense whereas right. I'm like oh, no one can you know the creative is mine and the marketing is my it's like there's so much wrapped up in it because you just care so deeply about yeah. what it's it is. It's your baby. Yeah. That's how I feel, even with stupid
3: emails. I'm like, you took me off the email. I can't and he's like, you, I don't want to bog you down with 20 emails in this chain that you don't need to read. It's not important. Yeah. But I'm like, but I want to see, it. I need to know what's going on. That's Such a good example. Like, no, it's true. And he's like, i I need I'm trying to help you yeah. by getting rid of all of
1: this all of these things that aren't important in yeah. what your role is and what
3: you're
0: doing. Because seconds add up to minutes and minutes out yeah, to hours and it does, hours yeah. be, So it's
1: Well, so there's, I've, I apparently speak in quotes, but um, there's a great <laughs> quote. It's actually a Tony Robbins quote. He says, like, you need to be doing the things that only you can do. Oh, my gosh. Right? He like, stole that from what, me. That's what Josh <laughs> says, like,
3: every time. day
1: to me. He's like, oh, my gosh, come on.
3: And, and by the thing. way, you that's creating. Yes,
0: we you uh, and we just had a little chat as well, and you talked about creating, and yeah. that that's so important. Is that people need to create more and find have room to find inspiration, have yeah. time to go out and be inspired yes. by whatever it is—a new experience, or art, or friendships, or whatever it is. But when you're like just doing the, the
3: down with all the day- yeah. like
0: the unlimited fee of yeah. uh, the scroll, the never-ending scroll, or your just reading news articles or catching my emails all day. Like those are precious
2: minutes yeah. when you could be getting inspiration to feed your spirit and your soul to then go feed other people, yeah, you know, exactly. one thing that's interesting that like pulling from some of my experience with creatives in my previous role was the interesting emotional attachment to their point of view and their required like need to have eyes on or action in a conversation with the practical realities of not being able to be at all places at all times. And when I was trying to influence a creator, a filmmaker, or someone who was running a studio of some kind inside of this Disney thing I came out of, I always talked about it almost like that movie Inception where – if I was Mm. attempting to convince a creative that this was the thing we needed to do for the betterment of the commercialization of their film or to make it more interesting for consumers or like whatever, that wasn't necessarily tied to the North Star of it just being the best creative, period, end of conversation, I was usually met with rebuke. They were just like, nope, I am not interested. Thank you. Go sell your crazy somewhere else. If I could find a way, though... To make the idea that I was trying to convince them an idea that they would think was their own because of having planted seeds or leaving breadcrumbs that had them coming to a conclusion that I was hoping, their willingness to embrace that as an idea was just fundamentally different. And what's interesting in the difference between my role as the pragmatic operator to Rachel's role as the visionary creative is... There are times, if there is frustration for me in like the way that we work together, as I'm trying to solve the things that are frustrating for her, there are times when I feel like, man, I think I know the answer here, but if I tell you the answer, your, whether it's ego or whether it's just whatever, your want for having eyes on as a creator, your ability to hear this as a solution is compromised by the emotion that's wrapped in being a creator. And so I'm continually trying to find ways. Rachel and
0: Nami just are laughing at this because
2: you're, I think you're saying that you make them think that their idea, your idea is their idea. In, in, in like creating solutions that will actually afford this business, the opportunity to do as much as we need it to in the absence of their ability to be alive 49 hours a day. Yes, that is what I'm saying.
1: I'll take it. I'll take it.
2: Nimi, what were you laughing about?
1: No, I
3: just, I, I sometimes I, I do have that tendency, and I even laugh because I'll be like, last week, what was I? I was on the phone with my book agent, and she said something, and I got phone. I'm like, oh, Josh, so it's da da da, -da." and he's like, I just said that for the last seven weeks, (laughs) and it went through my head for some reason because. Somebody with a little more authority, I That's don't know, it's a little different phenomenon. Yeah. I guess it's a, a little bit different, but,
0: phenomenon. Yes. But
3: someone else with we, street cred, yeah, I guess, or an
0: accolade or a certificate <laughs> or a title said something I that yeah. your spouse <laughs> yes. did, yes. and but, but, you believe it so much more, yeah. so because much it wasn't quickly your I don't spouse. Know. And
3: I realized as I was saying this, and he said that to me, I said, Oh my gosh, like it's so true. I, you. I forgot that. I don't know how I forgot. That was just this last, week. That yeah, happens yeah. all the time. Yeah, I know. Well, I I, wor- I am working on it. It's I'm working on it, Josh.
0: No, you're doing great. You know, we, have, I do we are think so we lucky. Really we really are. We, we, we work well together. We do. Yeah,
1: we do. So here's my question. Y'all have been working together for a while now. We're still relatively Six to ten years new. Yep. Um, what are some of the tactical things that you have done that you feel like have really helped you to still want to make twins even after all (laughs) this time what do you mean tactical like what do you mean like (laughs) like um... you uh, so like Dave and I are really hardcore about we have a weekly date night it's sacrosanct to us we we don't miss it unless I'm out of town he's out of town things like that that people who are listening to this who are working with their spouse you're like man we've we talked to another couple and their thing was they take a walk every night they take a walk together even if they're pissed off they walk for 20 minutes and, like, work out their stuff on the walk. Hmm.
0: They I've, must not uh, have five kids.
1: <laughs> they do not. They With have bedtimes. a dog. What would you say, Josh? I don't
0: know. You want to go, go first? first? Is there well, anything? Well, I we think have that anything? we've worked
3: really hard <laughs> on um, pointing out the things that each of us do well to one another throughout the day. And whether that comes oh, to good. raising our kids or doing things around the house to work stuff. I think it's been really beneficial for at least for me, I, I love when you point out something. And I also really, it's important to me to point out those things because you do so much well and so much you do underneath the radar. I think that it's it's not seen. You don't do it for credit. You don't do it for, you know, when it comes to praise in our workspace, but then also with our kids. Like, I, I just think you do such an exceptional job of of really putting in the effort with whatever it is that you're doing. And so I think when we are when we see that and we actually recognize it and vocalize that, I know, I know it really works for me and I, and I really, I do try my best to do that for you because I'm I'm so appreciative, you know, and it's those little things that uh, help to make the big thing keep turning. If that makes
1: sense.
0: Yeah. I mean, so praising and, and complimenting, Fanny, you also said that, right? Is mm-hmm. You you and Dave take yeah. a moment We're like, before you. Yeah, we like, quick,
1: get- say something great that's going on because yeah. we will otherwise spiral down the road of everything's hard and everything's broken. Because
3: even when things are going poorly or you're frustrated with them because – they maybe did make a big mistake or something. There still are so many things that they're doing really well, yeah, and I know we we try to do that even with our kids as we're raising them. Oh, yeah. It's like you know every every kid is so deserving of a, a compliment or a, like you're doing this well. like you took your plate over or, or whatever it mm-hmm. is, like to point out those things because it really builds somebody up so i I think I think we do that. What else? I mean, I don't really know if we do we wish we had a date night right now. We <laughs> can't get our kids to seem to go down for anyone but us, but
0: um. You know, it's funny because one of the things I think that uh, a lot of people might have heard about in relationship books or something are, are like rituals. Mm-hmm. Um, so like not getting too informal as you and Dave start to spend hours and hours and mm-hmm. hours 24-7 on work stuff. Again, I think, as I mentioned earlier, there's that temptation to let the relationship kind of degrade, mm-hmm. to like lose all decorum, to lose all formality, but also to lose the rituals, the little things that might um, be meaningful. Like the mundane kind of example is greeting. Mm-hmm when you guys greet each other because now you're always around yeah there's not like oh i'm i'm honey i'm home yeah and you come to the door and you take off the coat and you kiss or whatever it is like you don't have that yeah so like replacing that with another type of greeting ritual or finding the time to do that or at the end of the day to do something to have closure on the end of the day like is really important that's good um and you do a good
3: job of that actually
0: try um Because, I mean, how amazing if you met with your kids, run Mm -hmm. to the door when you come home. You want the same feeling from your spouse. Um, And there's other little rituals that you can think of. I think that another one would be... um, Boy, yeah, we don't have time to go into it, but obviously, marriage intimacy—yeah—to use a euphemism—is yeah. yeah. super important. We
1: <laughs> usually just say making out. That's what we say <laughs> we say that <laughs> on Rise Together podcast. Oh, right. We're just like, when you make out, because sometimes people listen to this with their children. We so
0: snuggle. We,
1: yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's a whole other one.
0: Yeah, uh, I, we probably don't have time to talk about it. Yeah. But that's obviously, like that's so important it again because yeah, you uh, when you're you're especially in, in a high growth startup mm-hmm. uh, mode. You must be
2: exhausted. Are you exhausted, Dave? Most days, yes. It's yes. funny. We we yeah. were like arguing-ish at the end of the day yesterday. It wasn't even a, a real argument, but it was perceived that I was argumentative because I, already I was told exhausted. Them about that. <laughs> I mean like I was just so tired. And the thing is, it, like being tired isn't a reflection of anything other than man. There's just being so tired. many things yeah. that are going on. I'm I, I, and yeah, I'm right. tired. Plus, we were talking at like nine fifteen, which is easily fifteen minutes longer than I would like to be awake any day. So
1: yeah, agreed. agreed. Forty five for me. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I mean, you're so tired
0: and you have so many things to talk about mm-hmm. because you're working together. Yeah. And nothing. And there's always a fire to put out. Yep. And so it's so important. Like I don't. I don't think you should have to turn it off. That's just not realistic. Yeah. And at least Rachel and I agree with that. It's like, you're passionate about something. Hopefully yeah, it's aligned can. with yeah. your yeah. interest Leave and your at creative endeavors. Yeah, like, yeah, like that, that's kind of a dumb request, I think. And so it's not so much like carving out time that's untouched by work. Like that's just not real. And if you guys really have a, if we all have good relationships with our spouses or, with whom we're working, then it shouldn't be like, I have to turn it off. But you should be able to still... um prioritize each other and also mm-hmm. physical intimacy above work. Yeah. And so I think that if that is in our heads, like we know that like we just want to go out and have fun together or we want to do um, our favorite pastime together or we also know that we we really enjoy being close with each other, like yeah. then you're you're going to focus on
2: that. Yeah. I had, a, rec- I had like a realization yesterday after we like went back and forth in text where you know, Rachel sent me a text like, I'm not going to bring up the business anymore because you get frustrated by it. And I had to respond back, yes, you are, and I'm not frustrated, and I love you. Um, and that is that in the history of our relationship prior to working together— coming home at the end of a day and talking about the opportunities to make your work environment better were a constant in our marriage. I'd come home from a day. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I just had this day. Listen to this right. person who's a the of, venting, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. Vent, venting, venting, yeah. uh, venting and yep. even like, Ooh, I see an opportunity here. I'm going to go and fix this thing. And then in fixing it, they're going to give me a medal and a promotion and make a statue of me. It'll be amazing. And like that as a conversation was just Thursday. And In an environment now where you transition into working, where you've been at work all day together, where you're dividing responsibilities and you start then having a conversation about what you've always just talked about, the thing that I have found I need to divorce myself from is the emotion that is wrapped in it feeling like at times... The normal thing that we've always just done as a part of our relationship is now somehow an indictment on me having not fixed something that she's bringing up that lives on my side of the boundary of our division of labor. Right. And that, right. And it's like, and it's, and, and the thing is, I can appreciate her wiring for like, man, I love the like opportunity to fix things. And that like growth mindset oriented version of the way her brain processes things is a contrast to my more historically fixed mindset self that hears, it's broken as you broke. Boy, it. is Dave analytical or what, yeah. Rachel? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see why he's over all the yeah. operations yeah. side, he's right? But like, it. but that, but that thing though—that like, it's broken. You are, you know, like complicit in having some responsibility for it having broke is a thing that I like. My whether it's ego or insecurity, some imposter syndrome, whatever it ends up being, like. All of those things are triggered when I hear that something's not working, sure. and Rachel is trying to just create continuity from the life that we led before we were working together where we just talk about the way the things right. in our life at yeah. work went during the day, and I'm you know, still working through, a year and a half into us working together, the process of not taking personally that when she represents that there's a problem, she's not saying that I'm an asshole for it existing.
1: Well, yeah. Well, here was the thing, too. I am a verbal processor. So I all I I really all I am doing is just running Working through what's it. in yeah. my mind, and most of the time, just verbally processing yeah. will allow me to come up with a solution.
0: Yeah, I uh, talk through problems. Yeah, I yeah. talk
1: through problems, but it's like if I'm talking to to him, he is receiving that as like sure. go fix this thing. Yeah. When and the that's reality a classic was, classic yeah.
0: man woman yeah. relationship 100%. situation thing hundred percent. Um, I think yeah, Dave, the classic. Uh, quip is that you don't have to fix all the problems sometimes yeah. you just have to listen yeah so i'm free I mean, we literally just
1: had like a communications expert at our office yesterday for an hour and a half who said this exact thing in his talk like sometimes your wife just wants you to listen he wasn't speaking <laughs> to dave specifically he was just yeah, like he talking to me. the whole <laughs> audience but
2: I, i'm gonna assume that you guys have ambition and vision for what you're building that uh, will continue to grow beyond what you maybe even can articulate today um, like the scale, the vision, the things that come out of, you know, Rachel's brain that we go chase, the way that we're trying to build what we're trying to build, inevitably requires us to grab resources of people who have expertise that complement the things that we currently bring to the table. But there will, I I, am our, I already feel certain of this, there will come a day where the thing that we bite off will be so big that, uh, like... How you hear, how I, and this is maybe more of a therapy session for me, how I hear the requirement for us to reinforce the troops with someone who has a depth of expertise beyond what I have is a thing that um, I know on an intellectual level... Is of course a requirement for getting from where we are to where we'd like to go. But have you guys, in your working together for these six years, run into situations where the suggestion of needing a resource that is not either of you to accomplish the goals that you have, that did, did that that did that need or the the suggestion of that need in any way trigger something that made you have to work through the. Ugh, I'm not enough to do this on my own. Of course, I'm not enough to do this on my own. Of course, any you know, great team who's building needs to grab resources that are bigger and better than themselves.
0: I think that's kind of a question for me because I a uh, way that I'm kind of paraphrasing what you said is like, you want to feel like you're adding value. And sometimes you have a job that's this big pie and it's going to make sense at some time to take take a slice of the pie out and give it to somebody else are you still relevant? Are you still important? Do you still matter? Do you still get as much face time with the boss who happens to be your wife, um, on, on this X, Y, Z matter. And I think, um, as Naomi and I have worked together, um, we have a lot more overlap than I think you and Rachel do. We also have a smaller company, so we kind of do everything. Um, But when we have hired a videographer or we have hired someone or tried to hire someone to help us with this or with that, um, or when I stopped doing my own accounting and hired an accountant to help me with the the books, what is so important with, I say, say a company like the four of us have, our types of companies, is that it is not a big media conglomerate. It does not have groups and divisions. It does not have titles that are going to last more than a, a few months at a time, it is a little piece of play doh that <laughs> is formed, being formed in tiny young hands, into something that that those tiny young hands, the tiny mind, can envision. And as we all grow up, and as your company grows, like you're going to keep reworking that play doh, and you just have to remember that you're you're in a you're in a growing company with uh, a woman and a partner who has a vision. Right, your role is not X Y Z. Your role is X, which is a variable, right? Since I, I, I bet you love math, right? So you're you're a variable, and that's one of the best ways that you can add value is being almost a little bit of a jack of all trades. Um, and I think when you think about CEOs, Dave, like you think about good CEOs that you look you look to, like they are going to be able to steer a company um, through growth into a more stable phase, and they're going to go in recessions and and, and good economy. They're going to have new competitors come in, and they adapt, and you're going to adapt. And you have all the tools that you need to be able to keep learning with your company. Uh, the only time that uh, a founder CEO is asked to step down by a board is when they stop growing along with their company. Mm-hmm. That's you good. You and Rachel have all of the tools that you guys need as long as you keep working it, as long as you keep investing the hours and um commit and as long as you commit to your company commit to each other that you're going to do what it takes uh to, to keep growing and to keep growing uh to be patient with each other right as you're learning to to forgive failures but to encourage successes you know just to keep going so anyways uh, that's a short way of saying like just don't worry about it um you know like just know that you're still relevant you're still learning you're going to get asked for the training when you need training or or google this question when you need an answer uh go find mentors whatever it is but just have you know pull when that when you feel like that bring rachel in closer let her know that you're feeling that way and have a powwow and uh remember that you're you're the team that matters most and she'll rachel you'll what you'll Remind him that he's important. That.
2: <laughs>
1: Continue to make out with him regularly. And there you go. Done. Dang it, Yoda! What just happened? I,
2: I was just watching. This is why I say, Josh oh,
1: gosh, Davis, please, please,
3: please do a podcast. You need to do a right? podcast. I'm saying. No, you guys are going to do such great things. Really? We just can't wait to watch. You Ditto. already like look at you guys. Ditto. Nineteen months, and what are you guys doing? Ditto. And what's so great is that you're so observant and you're so aware of wanting to be better for each other and your company in in wanting to make sure that you're you're on that path of of growing in a positive way. So it's exciting. We we love you guys we can't thank wait to see you. what you do thank right you. Back
1: at you thank you so much for going on the fly and doing this interview with us guys <sighs> gotta get home to I know our, now to our our you have girls. to rush back to the nanny <laughs> bless your heart um, hey babe thanks for thanks for jumping in on having no idea what in the world I was asking you to do I still don't know what's happening but I'm glad to be here so thank you guys
2: that was awesome I appreciate the insight and the love so thank you so let's much let's all go bowling when yeah. you're in New York Dave I, let's go yes. bowling as long Finally. as
3: there's we or, or play
2: billiards <laughs> something with a
0: be.